player 2 has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody and welcome to episode 158 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother, Sean. How we doing? Fantastic, but we'll get to that here in a minute. I thought you were about to say something. I was just thinking, uh, when are we going to do that episode 150 live stream? Yeah, I know. <laughs> when I figure out the internet It'll up be here. episode 200 before you know it. When I figure out the internet up here. Hopefully by 175, I'll get it figured out. Hey, if this is the first time you're seeing or hearing us, this is the two-player co-op podcast where pretty much every week two brothers get together to talk about everything you need to know about in the world of video games. If you like that, make sure you go over to YouTube.com slash two-player co-op. It's this. Is that what you're saying? That's what I thought yeah. it was something on the wall. No. I'm like, what is that? YouTube.com slash two player co-op. Hit the like button, hit the scribe button, sub share the video <laughs> sub share. The scribe. Share the video with your friends and families and everyone in between, uh, even your enemies, unless they like Bob Mackey or something. I don't even know what I'm saying. If you really like us, you can go to patreon.com slash two player co-op. I almost said slash stores. And you can support us over there just like our producer Steve Appleton did, as well as our affiliates, Logan Wilkinson and James solar if you like merch you can go to teespring.com slash stores slash is this the thing this is the thing two-player co-op it's always a thing if it's a website it's a thing got it i'm gonna wait for that nothing happening if you want to see us twitch every once in a while you can go to twitch.tv slash two-player underscore co-op uh i'm gonna jump right into it right here so we're recording later than we wanted to for a couple of reasons. One of those is this past weekend was Extra Life 2019 with the Nerd 901 family. And holy crap, that was freaking awesome. Cheers to all of us. Cheers. Slancha. Shout out to all the brothers. Shif- well, okay. All the brothers, Shafani, Nick, Adam, Paul, uh, Ernie, obviously, the Blur Without Fear. Uh, the two of us, I'll shout us out as well. Um, Katie Forbes. And the man with the plan. My gosh. My Jose. Like, my savior. If we ever actually turn this into a full time thing, Jose. If we yeah, if you, we win the lottery, Jose will be a full time employee. And us. I will pay him even more than we'll pay him handsomely. Whatever it takes, because oh my God, if you if you tuned in to the Nerd Nine O One Extra Life stream and it looked like we were professionals, that's because of Jose. We had a little uh, here and there some behind the scenes footage pictures whatever of the setup but uh, i mean i'm sure to somebody that knows what they're doing right jose's probably like, i mean it wasn't that bad but to people like us that sorry to burst your bubble we don't know what we're doing no we have no especially idea. when it comes to that like as soon as i walked in and saw the setup my jaw <clears throat> dropped i i mean it's just unreal and yeah I, he, he jose killed it he was kind of the the behind the scene. I mean, he's just awesome. Shout out to Jose. So to prep myself for the stream on the way uh, on my drive to Paul's apartment to get ready for the stream, I listened to the Avengers theme on repeat. By by the way, this may be sacrilege. I don't even care because I don't think I'm wrong. I think it's the best piece of movie music ever. It's the best theme song ever. I think the Avengers theme is better than Star Wars, the old Superman theme, Batman 89, like anything you can think of. Better than the boom in like Christopher Nolan movies. It's weird because it's, isn't it literally just boom, 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 bo
bam, bam, something. Bam, bam. But see, after I'm that, it's like, go. whatever. It's basically just, it's like it's that, five seconds of gold. Did you listen to the portals when I sent yeah, it yeah. to you? That, like, you can see everything happening in Endgame. You can see the portals opening. You can see everybody lining up and building up to where they just, they charge. And I was like, when I listened to it the first time that Saturday on the way, I was like, I started, I literally started crying. I was like, okay, the fact that this music makes me cry, Endgame is my favorite movie. It, it has, it's not just 1A and 1B anymore. It's Endgame is 1, Dark Knights 2. Speaking of music that makes you cry, the Did one that does Samurai it. Samurai Cop? No, the no. one that does it to me is i think it's called like battle of pride rock or whatever oh. and at the end of the line came the part of those <clears throat> when he's ascending the throne yeah yeah i guess it's probably after battle of pride rock but like that every time i listen to it i'm like <laughs> oh it's so good i still need to watch lion king the the new one um <clears throat> but yeah so we got there we started at 10 a.m you saw it not the new one i'm saying i we, jess and i never got to go At one point, really? at one point, Jess, because Jess was going to go with the kids, and I'd stay with Eliza, and then I was going to go with mom, and she'd stay with all the other kids, and it just never worked out. So none of us went. Oh my god, it's good. I don't know why. I've seen it was so never, many differing opinions. It was never going to be as good as the animated. No, one. it can't be. A, a lot of people are like, "Oh, it's just weird seeing real animals talk and whatever." I'm like, what did I, you it, think it literally it was never be? crossed my mind. There was not one time during it where I was like, "This is kind of weird." Like literally, not once. It's not as good as the animated one, and it I mean, was it's never my favorite animated movie to be, of all time. So there was, no but way it's it like could be, it's. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. So extra life. Uh, <laughs> we got there at ten. We kicked it off. We did the nerds assemble thing. Uh, I wanted to throw a hammer at not at, but to Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want to throw a hammer at him. Also. I was gonna. <laughs> nerds assemble and i was going to toss my hammer but then once i got in there and i saw everything oh and that was the other thing so when i wa- sean was like first off i was going up to the apartment and i was like sean i don't know where i am help <laughs> and then he came out and met me he did he, he opened the door cracking he's like i just want you to be prepared for what you're about to see and i was like i know exactly what you mean i know jose's worked his magic and he's like no you don't understand just when you get in here and i walked in and i saw it and was just like like sean was saying just awestruck yeah just amazing and it just gave me so much motivation for what we do here in the lottery well yes (laughs) because yeah but like so we kicked off at 10 we started off with smash i sucked which i knew i would but i will say and the dog agrees with me i don't know if that came through the mics but my main problem was x and y were jump and b and a were attack and special and some and i was like this is not my setup at all. We didn't think to try to go in and be like, you're going to be player four, so set up your controls the way you want. I, I, If my controls were the way I wanted, I still would have sucked. But we played it for an hour, and I didn't even care. It was fun. We, I mean, we'd switch off probably halfway through. Uh, then we were going to do Mario Party, but nobody could get... Like, yours didn't have Mario Party on it because you switched your Switch. Right. And then we're like... I was like, I've got Mario U Deluxe, and we're like... Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, I, as I said that, I was like... This is perfect to it's stream. Probably four, better. Yeah. Four idiots just just making each other's lives miserable, and it was so much fun. It was me, you, Adam, and Ernie, and it was so much fun. I think somebody switched out at some point in there. Um, newing order came out. We did all that, but then the the two main things that we did besides the the group stuff, we did, and hopefully this is going to go up on Friday. I'm hoping I've got the the excerpt, if you will, from the stream. But one of the things we wanted to do was to try and beat Mario three in an hour. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but you got to remember that I said we and not Sean. So I dragged down the team like I do in every Mario Monday or any Mario Let's Play that we do. 
And if you didn't see it live, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but I will say it went down to the buzzer is all I will say. And it was amazing. So I really hope it works. I, I want to upload that on our channel. Something happens with the microphones at the end of it because I saw people in the chat were like, the mic just yeeted, like the mic's dead. And Ernie was like, RIP the mic. I don't know what mic went out. Something just went, all of a sudden it was like, we're blah, blah, blah. For how long? Like a minute until Jose like saw the chat fix. I don't know if it was huh. his SMB or if it was one of the roads. Cause I think the sound quality was the same. The rest of the stream. So it must've been the SMB or so there was some kind of interference. I don't know. Yeah. But Jose, the fixed super it. Mario brothers. Yes. Um, SM seven B super Mario seven brothers. Um, we did that a little bit later in the stream. We did the two players, one controller that went about that. Would, I mean, it went better than I just watched that. To. And she was like, I was actually surprised as well as you did. I was like, I know. But then we switched we switched sides and then, and then, then it was, was awful. Over. Like I wonder if we would have started that way, would we have still hated to switch to the way we Here's actually what I, did it? Like when I thought to about me it, it was so much easier. I just couldn't wrap my brain around it after we switched. I think I think the reason it worked at the beginning was the running and the jumping is more important than the direction. And you are a better Mario player than I am. So that's why I think it worked better at first. And also, World 1's pretty easy. Right. By the time we switched, we were in World 2. And it's not super difficult, but when you're, you've got to have a controller, you it makes the it cape difficult. Turtle yeah. things flying. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more going on. And we were just like, we're going to speed run it, whatever. And we only did that for probably, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes because we got all off track. We beat um, World 1, which is... We did beat World 1. It was I consider it was, that a win. It was so much fun. Overall, um, we, meaning the Nerd901 family... Raised fifty two twenty five, I think the final total something was something like that. Fifty two something, which is right at double what we did last year. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. Shout you out all. to us. Shout if out to y'all. If you're watching this, anybody you, that donated, anybody that just uh, tuned in, even if you couldn't donate, you just showed up and said hi, whatever. Shout out. I mean, it was just it was awesome. I left a little not disappointed, but like a little bummed because when I left, I don't even know when I left. Probably like eleven thirty or so. Really? I think we had hit. Did Brittany kill you? I guess you're not your heel. No, nah, she's fine. Um, sh- uh, I think we had hit 3,000 then. We had at least passed last year's total of 26 whatever. We may have hit 3,000 by the time I left. But I'm like, it's going to slow down overnight. Like, I don't and think we're going to hit 5,000. Because when I got to the nerd, went so... The the next morning I got up, we went to early service at church, and then it was the Sunday where Jess and I have to work in the, the two-year-old room in the nursery. And Jess was like, get off your phone. I was like, I got to see where we're at. I know there's like kids running around, but I got to look where we're at. I think it was like 3,200 or something. Like it wasn't very Early high. morning, yeah. We hadn't gotten more than... But then... I don't know. By the time, I think by the time I... Well, yeah, because I was there from... I got into the room at like 9.15. I checked it before that. By the time we ended at 10, I mean, I was still there, but like I kept, it just kept going all these random numbers and it was over like 4,200. I was like, oh my God. Well, we oh my got, God. oh my God, oh my to, God. We got above, we got to, yeah, around 41, 4,200, right around the 23 hour mark. So yeah. I'm like, all of a sudden I'm like, and we had just gotten like one or two, I think it was a couple sizable donations. Like we got maybe $500 in the matter of five or the, 10 the minutes. The last one was And all of a sudden we were... Well, all of a sudden we were over four thousand. I'm like, maybe, man, like we're close. Well, and then we just stopped, and nothing happened for like a half hour. Then with like twenty minutes to go, maybe fifteen minutes to go, we had a big one of like four hundred, and now all of a sudden we're only like three hundred and change away. And I'm like, 
but I didn't even see that. I yeah. had stopped watching when there's like 20 minutes left and we were like 900 away. I'm like, well, that's still pretty impressive, whatever. And then I tuned back in with like five minutes to go and we had just passed 5,000. I'm like, holy crap. Wait, what? And so, I had to like rewind and there's like one big donation of like 400 and then another one of like 283. Yeah, 280 got us across put the us 5,000 yeah. and then a couple more random ones came in after. But like, and, I, I don't know what it was, but when I when I tuned in at like 9.30 when we started the nursery, 9.15, whatever it was, we had like 27 people watching or something. And then when I tuned back in, when it was getting close to the end, it was like, 95 i was like so i don't it, nick we had a lot know. of um did were people sharing the stream or i something? think we had or a lot it of it was call of duty so the 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 twitch memphis crew a lot of them i, mean, I don't know if they're i don't even know what twitch memphis is but a lot of local streamers if you want to call that twitch memphis i don't know um a lot of them came on and hung out with us a little bit um i think a lot of them were um like hosting us or whatever you call it so i think I think that was probably a big part of it. I think that got us a pretty big uh, audience there. Um, well, that was the other but thing. But yeah, like, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't believe we hit it. And we got to meet so many cool people. Like, this is the first time I actually, like, I've been in the room with Katie before, like, last year. But last year, she really just, I don't think she was there very long. She came in to do her podcast. I didn't want to bother her. It's, it's not like she's a celebrity, but she's kind of a celebrity. Katie, if you're watching, you're kind of a celebrity in Memphis. But this was the first year I actually got to like say, "Hey, I'm Kevin. You know, nice to meet you," and actually talk to her and stuff. And then she tweeted out that we're very funny. That apparently we were cracking her up all day, which is hilarious because I think we're funny. I mean, but I also I'm don't think anybody else would think we're funny. No. But Katie was cool. I got to meet uh, Amanda Witchy Brew. I left before everybody else came. Um, shout out to old Dominic. Shout out to old Dominic. Newing yeah. order. I did the super hot ones, the VR thing. Sean did that it too. Was so so I have since found out. This may be like duh, but I didn't know. <clears throat> My old PS3 PlayStation I wand things work with PSVR. There are apparently no. Di- you probably have told me that. I don't I've know. told you this. But you sudden, have them? Why do you have uh, them? Well, because I had the PlayStation I thing you back did? on PS3. Yeah, I didn't do. I didn't get much. It was like a random Christmas. I'm like, I don't know what to ask for. This thing looks kind of cool. Let's try. I'll it do out. PlayStation. Home. I mean, I'm assuming I have them. I had them. I probably have them somewhere in a yes, box. Yes, they definitely work. So now I'm like, man, I looked up Super Hot, or what is it just called Super Hot? Yeah, um, it's like twenty five bucks, and I'm like, that was maybe the most fun I've ever had in VR, where you've got like a dude coming at you, and you just like you feel like you're you John like Wick. grab a bottle and push, and then his gun flies up in the air, and then you can grab it and just. And you're like, dot. It's like, yes, you just. It's so. It was so much fun. My my favorite thing was people would run up to me and I would duck and I'd punch them in the D. That's yeah, what that I did was, every that was time. A lot of fun. And then I'd grab whatever they had and whatever. But like, I don't remember if I had two or three wings. But whenever I had the last one, it got to the point where I was like, hold it together, Kevin. You're on camera. Everybody's watching. Boom! Bam! And then I would die and be like, oh, and I would just feel like my body, like I wasn't sweating, but my body was just overheating. And I was like, don't anybody, like I was so afraid somebody could say, hey, about, how about one more? And I was going to say yes, just because, but <laughs> yeah. like I was not ready for one more. So um, I thought those were so fantastic. Like they were definitely hot, but they were not like 
ungodly. There have been things I've eaten where I'm like, this is just like painful. This is not. Sometimes there was still good flavor, and I didn't even need a drink. Like I just, I mean, it was hot, but I'm like, I can continue playing. It, for me, it was like five, ten minutes after I stopped playing that it was like it just lingered there. It lingered, and I was for like, and then it yeah. got worse and worse. I was like, yeah, I need milk. Well, what got me is at, so Adam was the last one to go. Paul tried doing the whole like, ooh, let's put some extra powder Adam on this wing. Awesome, Adam by the saw way, him doing high. it. He's like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Just give me, I'll do one more, but give me a. He's like, yeah, no, give me a regular yeah, he's one. Like, whatever. No, I still see. So he took the regular one and whatever, <laughs> and then he finished up. And I don't know if it was Paul, somebody, or I don't know, somebody was taking him out. And he's like, well, we got three wings left. Does anybody want one? And like nobody was like, I'll do it. And I was like, I don't want him to go to waste. So I grabbed one, and. I think I grabbed the one that he had put the powder yeah. on because that one kicked my butt. The ori- the original ones, they were just great, like fantastic flavor, hot without being like unnecessarily hot, I thought. The last one was pretty hot, but understandably so with the extra ghost pepper powder on it. Yeah, I think just doing the ghost pepper powder last year was That had worse. to be so much worse. But this... But it's like I did the ghost pepper and I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Bread, milk. Like, I think I had like two glasses of milk as soon as I put the powder in my mouth. So it's almost like it was horrible for an instant, but then that negated it. And it would just kind of then it went down to just like hot from super hot, super hot. This time it was just like because I let it linger like the cranberries. Do you have to? Okay. (laughs) It was just. But I didn't care because playing super hot was so much fun. I do think. One thing I noticed, and maybe Superhut is just optimized better or something for VR. The only other time I've done PSVR is at your house when I did uh, Astrobot. Astrobot. This, I did not see any screen door effect on Superhot. So I don't know if, when I was at your house, if maybe I didn't have it close enough to my face or something. Because when Adam was helping me put That's it on. That's true. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. I put it on and I was like, okay, this isn't doesn't look right. And then I push it a little bit closer and I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Wow, I'm here. Yeah, but that's not going to affect the screen door thing that's just gonna you can tell if it's not seated properly it's you can gonna like be see the floor or something or well that but like even what you're seeing it's just gonna look very blurry it's not gonna be more or less screen door and then once you like get it like cinched in yeah. and it's like perfect you're like ah but even then on mine i see the screen door a lot i don't know maybe this is just a type of game where you don't notice it as much i don't know but no, now that you mention it, I don't really remember seeing it either. If you can find your wands and if they charge, <clears throat> not only do I want to get super hot because that would be a fantastic Let's Play on this channel. Us two idiots that with would the be, green screen. Yeah. That and I want to play Beat Saber. So we played that. Oh, you it did? after you left. Oh. I didn't do that great. Um, was it like overwhelming? My issue... One of the bigger issues for me is that, and it would be the same for you, it's not music you or I would know. It's all like dance, like, you know, like, (laughs) corn dog, corn dog, corn dog. So it's like, at least in Guitar Hero, I know like, okay, I can like kind of imagine how the songs are going in my head and I can prepare for it. This is just like, uh, right to the left, right to the, do this. Do your hands have to cross also? Like sometimes a blue will be over here, red or whatever, like it's reverse, you know what I mean? Sometimes they're flipped, yeah. But the problem, I mean, I'm sure if I played on expert, I would have just gotten destroyed. I think I played on like normal. And so there's not as many blocks and stuff. But some other times where I would get tripped up, as you'd see, like, you know, it'd be like two, it'd be like 
both of them down, both of them up. Yeah. Both of them down, both of them up, both of them down. And, and the music's like, do, 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 do. so you're wanting to go like, do, 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 do. but it's but since you're playing normal, it's like, do, 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 do. Yeah. like you only hit like every other beat or whatever because they're trying to make it easier. And I think that screwed me up too. It was fun. I personally, I'd still kind of rather just play Guitar Hero, yeah. but it was fun. At least I got to play it. But um, Super Hot was maybe the most fun I've ever had in VR. It was awesome. That, that, that. That's one of the, like everybody says, like if you're trying to sell somebody on PSVR and they come over to your that's, house. That's the one. That's the game they should play. Because I don't see how that game works not in VR. Like it just I don't doesn't, I don't know. But I like, that's VR. Like it, like when it first came out, people were like, well, do Arkham VR. You get to put on the bat column, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's just like being Batman. This is like being in VR. Like that was the yes. most fun. And I've done VR at like other places, like at or urban air or whatever it is like dumb shooting like halo wannabe stuff this is the most fun i've ever had in vr yeah regardless even though i had the super hot wings uh it was awesome is there anything i'm missing on extra life i mean i'm again like i said shout out to everybody everybody at nerd 901 shout out to everybody that we met shout out to everybody that donated it was awesome um you blew our expectations out of the water like i texted nick i was like hey ten thousand next year it was a lot of um, it definitely just made me thankful for this community that we have. And it's not even just, it's like a community of communities. Like you had a lot of like earn abler without fear. A lot of his people showed up. Yep. Katie brought in a lot of viewers. You Rebob. had all of these streamers. Yeah. Rebob, all these streamers that came in and got other stream. Like it was kind of like a lot of communities coming together at once. And like, Memphis I, I, was just uh, yes. Memphis is awesome. Shout out to Memphis. Shout out to everybody. Even if you're not in Memphis and you showed up, you donated. You didn't donate it. You just chat. Whatever. Shout out to everybody. We couldn't have done it without y'all. Um, I had a blast. I can't wait for next year. Um, it was so much fun. Yep, I agree. Thank you, everybody. So before we get into the rest of it, uh, one thing. Uh, last week, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but I had a birthday last week. I don't think we uh, even right. mentioned it, uh, but was I, it? Well, I mean, it was before we recorded. I know. But I mean, it was after we recorded. Yeah, you'd think I would have been like. By the way, when this goes live, I'm 38. By the way, I'm 38 now. Um, but I just have to say, shout out to this guy and everybody in the White family because they made my dream come true. Because so we went out for my birthday dinner and. It was great. We went to Huey's and I got my chicken fingers or my chicken sliders and a couple of beers and everything was great. And they're like, all right, mom's like, come over here. We'll do ice cream cake. Sounds good. So we got there after everybody else. I don't even know. We got stuck in traffic or something. We walk in I'm like, hey, we're here. Let's do ice cream cake. Then I get a text from Sean that just says volume up. I'm like, what? Like I see it in my watch says volume up. I'm like, what is this? Then I pull up my phone and there's a video. And all of a sudden, Sean's got his phone up, and my mom's... Did you get a video? I never saw yours. Yeah. Okay. Sean's got his phone up, my mom's got her phone up, and I'm like, what the hell is happening? And I look, and it's just like a blurry... Like, it looks like the inside of a car. I'm like, what is going on? And I hit play, and then I see somebody's face. It's like up here, and they go... Now, as soon as you saw him, did you know? Or was yes. it not until you're... Okay. No, I knew who he was. And then I hear, <clears throat> hey, Kevin... I don't know if that's Batman or Snake, but all of a sudden I'm looking at David Hayter on my phone, wishing me a happy birthday, and 
I start crying, of course, because I'm me, but also because it's like this guy, along with Kojima, he's probably like the number two reason I still play games at this point. Um, saying happy birthday, doing all the quotes, doing all the everything. And I was just like, I cannot believe I'm seeing this. And it was probably like a minute long, 45 seconds or a minute or something, but like everything 50 seconds. Yeah. I was just like, I cannot believe I'm seeing this. And I watched it like 10 times that night, but the coolest birthday present I've ever gotten. Like, Never in a million years did I think, because I had heard of Cameo. I had heard of Cameo. I, I told Sean right after, I was like, I was thinking about having like George the Animal Steel or some old fat wrestler. I was going to pay him like 10 bucks, say happy birthday to you. I didn't know <laughs> freaking David Hayter was on Well, this. when I got the idea, I'm like, I kind of want to do this. Let's download the app. I want to see what my options are. And I didn't even know, David Hayter didn't even cross my mind, but they have him like by category. There's like featured and whatever. And I'm like, none of these people, like, he's not going to care. And then there's one category that you can look at that was like gaming or something. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's check here. And I was like, nah, nah, nah. And then I saw him and was like, oh, my but that, God. But that's it. Like, this is, this. I'm not going to do any better than this. Uh, nope. Hideo was not on there, unfortunately. Well, he doesn't need to <laughs> He's be. been a little busy, too. Um, but no, I had a blast even just doing it. Once I got the video back, I probably watched it 10 or 15 times before I sent it to you. I'm like, this is awesome. Like this came out perfect. And he, I mean, it's He's so easy. It. it would be so easy for him or like any of them to just like mail it in. No, like, he was hey, in Kevin, full happy character. Yeah, like he nice. was, he was snake in that video. And it just, Oh my God. It blew, just go to my Twitter page, Kevin white 24 on Twitter. And it's, it's pinned. It'll be my pin tweet for the rest of forever. <laughs> Um, and he liked when I tweeted about it and how much it meant and that he and Kojima are still the reason I played games to this day. He liked it. And that even just seeing him like it, I was like, well now I, I, <laughs> I've peaked. There's nothing else I can do. I mean, I got my kids and wife and stuff, but like, there's nothing else I can do. Yeah. Um, so my dream came true for my birthday and it was amazing. Hashtag team old. Uh, a couple other things here real quick. Uh, the new Sonic trailer dropped today and I have to say, like I was going back and forth with Bernardo. The redesign is perfect. To me, it's perfect. It's exactly what he should have looked. It's without him looking like a literal cartoon. It's like the perfect blend of it looks like he could exist in a world of real but people. But he actually looks like Sonic. But he still looks like he Sonic. He has gloves. Yes. The old stupid Sonic just had blue fur and then white hands. I was like, why does he have white hands? Why is he not? He's wearing gloves. He's got shoes. Like, he's his eyes look right. They're the big, like. Yeah. I still wonder if it is, like Dagan said all those months ago, it still does seem like a conspiracy to me that they were able to pull all this together in just a couple of months. Something seems a little fishy, but. It's been a while. Been what? What's it been like? Five, six months? No, it's been like two or three. No way. It was September or August. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but not only that, this trailer made the movie look fun, and I don't see. Think I haven't it had a chance just... to watch the actual trailer yet. It's really good, and it's it's mid nineties Jim Carrey, which is my favorite Jim Carrey, of course. And it's not. I don't know if the the first trailer sucked so bad because they went for realistic Sonic or what it was, but I feel like the trailer was actually better in this. And when you couple that with the redesign, I now can say I want to see this movie. 
Well, see, I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I'm just imagining... To me, the movie looked just awful, awful before. Now, I'm not expecting a different movie, but it's like be, just because of the right-looking Sonic, all of a sudden it's like, yeah, it's probably going to be corny, but it, but it's Sonic. Like, yeah, why not? Uh, one of the things in the trailer that made a big difference to me is it just clicked in my head is at, at, he's like narrating the beginning of the trailer and it's like him going around Green Hill Zone yeah, where he's going around the loop-to-loop and stuff. And then he says, you know, I was doing whatever in my world, so I decided to come to yours. And he does the portal thing with the super ring or whatever you'd call it. And he ends up in our world. So that at least explains why the hell he's here. Because the first trailer was just like, there's just a blue, weird-looking Sonic running around San Francisco, and it makes no sense. This at least explained how he got there. I still, like, I love Jim Carrey. I almost wish they would have put him in a fat suit, though. Like, it's still, when it's skinny Jim Carrey, it's like, I just see Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. when it was Batfleck was Batman, I didn't see Affleck. I actually, I thought that's what it was going to be, but I saw Batman. This, I just see Jim Carrey with a twirly mustache. And at the, it, it seems like I remember from the first trailer. I don't think they showed it in this trailer, but he does get fat for some reason in this movie. He's going to become Eggman, not just Doctor Robotnik. Yeah. I don't know, but it. If nothing else, when my kids want to see this movie, I'm not just going to put it off for a month until it gets out. No, I'm I'm to the point where I'm I'm not like I can't wait for it's, it. It's not like Star Wars, but I'm going to see it. Batman vs Superman, or something, right? But yeah. yeah. Uh, also, real quick. I want to give a shout out. I forgot to do this last week because it launched last week and I forgot about it. Shout out to at that nerdy site. So our good buddy, Logan, Logan Wilkinson, um, who we've talked about here for literally years at this point, along with Trevor Starkey and a bunch of other people. Uh, gonna, two player co-op affiliate, Logan Wilkinson. Thank you very much. I'm not going to try to name all the names because I'll forget somebody, but I'm just going to say it's, I knew Logan was working on something and they they kicked off last weekend with um, a couple of two or three stream like day long streams in a row, and they launched their own website and you should check it out. So at that nerdy site, I think it's patreon.com slash that nerdy site if you want to go check them out as well. These are great people. Um, I'm so excited for everybody over there. They got a lot of good people over there, and if you're watching this and you like not even this kind of content because they're going to do a lot more than we can do because they've got like 10 people or something. Um, but like this kind of like small cohesive unit that's trying to build something and be a positive force. That's what that nerdy site is doing is doing. Sorry. Um, so please go check them out. I should have said it last week, Logan. I'm sorry that I, I just, I don't know. I was off my game last week, but at that nerdy site, all the links are there. Go check them out. You you know the names when you see it. Just go over there and check them out. They're doing great work. Uh, yeah. We did get a couple of questions this week. The first one has nothing to do with the rest of the podcast. So we'll do it now. The next one does. This comes from the homie James Solar. He says, I just got my seventh platinum trophy. I know Kevin has a bunch, and I'm not sure how many Sean has. Also a bunch. Can y'all list your platinum trophies? Which ones were the easiest, most fun, or most difficult to get? All right, let me me take the lead here. This will take two seconds. All right. My platinum trophies in... Yeah. There's there's only a few. But I'm trying to think of which one I got first. That did come first? Because I checked it today. Uh, My first platinum, Oceanhorn. Second, uh, Batman, uh, Telltale Batman Season 1. 
Uh, third was Spider-Man. And fourth and last was uh, Bloodstained. As of now. Bloodborne. Um, Bloodstained. You did not get the Platinum no. Bloodborne. <laughs> um, easiest one by far was Batman. I just beat the game and you get it. Um, Which was more fun, though? Oceanhorn or Spider-Man? Oh, Oceanhorn was like the least fun, probably. Really? Because of fishing? Mainly, I see, I guess because of the fishing, but even that wasn't too... Just some of the random stuff, like kill a, an enemy by pushing a block onto yeah. his head. There's like some random ones like that that I think I just had to look up and be like, I don't know how to do this. Um, The most fun was Spider-Man because it was pretty... I wouldn't say natural other than the gang stuff it was right it was it was fun yeah um bloodstained was pretty fun but it was probably the most difficult oh yeah i mean i didn't like it so a lot of what got me was all of the um all the crafting and all the recipes you had to make and you had to get one of every single weapon and one of every single armor and one of every single kill everybody uh, scarf and one of every hat and one of every accessory and one of everything and there were parts that were fun because i got to go back and do some leveling up and just whatever it was fun but all their like recipes and all that kind of stuff was it took a toll yeah um so that was probably the most difficult um, so Batman's the easiest, most fun was Spider-Man, most difficult was Bloodstained, and then Oceanhorn was just kind of, it wasn't terribly hard. It was too easy not to get. Exactly. Yeah. It was not very difficult, but you had to go out of your way to get it. It wasn't <clears throat> unfun, parts of it were, um, but it was also my first one, so I was also like, I know I'm within reach, yeah. I know I can do this, so I was determined to get it. Um, so yeah, those are my whopping four platinum trophies. Again, fun fact, you can get the platinum in Oceanhorn without beating the game. Uh, that Cause that's correct. when I got it the first time I got it at the final boss before I'd beaten him. And I was like, well, this is weird. <clears throat> I have 32 platinum trophies and they are in order. God of war two, God of war three remastered the order. 1886 Oceanhorn on PS4. <clears throat> My name Man, is- so when I got my first, you only had three. Well, I mean, you had just gotten and your fourth, I, and then, but then you just took I off. I fell into the hole. That's when Colin and Greg were still together, and they were still always talking about the trophies and stuff, and Greg still doesn't. Plat- uh, platinum. Colin doesn't as much, but Greg still, like, Greg's got 105 Platinums at this point, I think. Uh, my name is Mayo on PS4. <laughs> Telltale Batman Season 1. Watch Dogs 2. I need to put my finger down. My name is Mayo on Vita. Adventures of Mana. That was a good one. Hitman Go. Metal Gear Solid 3. Severed. Oceanhorn on Vita. Horizon Zero Dawn. Lara Croft Go. God, I, you should play both those games. You really should. Because really? usually you can find them on sale for like two or three bucks. I think Hitman Go is a better game. But they're both fun and they're they're easy platinums too, but whatever. Uh, God of War 2018. Telltale Batman Season 2. Tacoma. <laughs> Little Adventure on the Prairie on Vita. Little Adventure on the Prairie on PS4. Super Destronaut DX Vita. Super Destronaut DX PS4. By the way, I've not done this in a while. I just want to make that known. At some point, I'll get back there. We'll we'll talk about that in my gaming resolutions for next year. Spider-Man. 
Jack and Jill DX on the Vita, Jack and Jill DX on PS4, my quickest platinum ever at 10 minutes and 6 seconds. <laughs> Old Man's Journey, Full Blast PS4, Full Blast Vita, Storm Boy, which I thought was called Story of Boy when I beat it. <laughs> it was wrong. The Messenger, Super Weekend Mode on Vita, Super Weekend Mode on PS4. So there's some doozies in there. So easiest, most fun, or most difficult? The one I would say that I'm most proud of is God My of War. My name is Mayo. Oh. No. God of War. I will say, for all the cheap Platinums you have in there, you have some impressive ones. I have some doozies. All yeah. three of the God of Wars, um, I, I, still, I assume, like Watch Dogs. And there's a lot of these in there that I feel like are... Are real games. Yeah. I, at some point, I am going to go, and I've even though I <laughs> had to wipe my hard drive... I'm gonna go back and get the God of War, uh, God of War Three Platinum on PS3 as well. Because if you beat the game, you can you can do New Game Plus where you get all your weapons, and then you can cheat the game because you can use the the Nemean cestuses or whatever they're called. Where at the chain part, you can break the chains before in the original game. You can break the chains. You break the chains, it breaks the game. You jump forward like four or five levels or whatever it is, and then you just beat the game and you do whatever. So I'm going to get that platinum at some point. So you had put your finger down when you said Watch Dogs 2. I think Watch Dogs 2 was my most fun platinum. I I want you to... God, especially before Legion comes out, and we'll talk about a couple games here in a minute, but um, you've got to play Watch Dogs 2. Like, I, I... You would... You would love it. I'm not saying you would like it. You would love that game. Really? And I think you would platinum it too. Like, there's only like five online trophies and they weren't that bad. It, it might be harder now because it's three years after it came out. I don't know how many people are still playing, but I think that's the most fun platinum I've had. Hmm. I have to say the easiest one, even though it's not my quickest one, is My Name is Mayo. Because you just go... <laughs> Vita or PS4 and I'll never forget when Jess comes out and I was doing it on the PS4 because it was because I got my Vita at Christmas that year I got on PS4 first and she walks out like she had she was doing whatever and getting ready for bed and she walks out and she just sees this carton of mayo on the screen I think it was wearing the bikini at that point and I'm just going tap 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 and she's like what are you doing I was like I was so ashamed I was like I'm getting a trophy she said, for what? I said, for tapping this thing like 10,000 times. She's like, why? I said, I don't know. I have a disease. I have a problem. That was the easiest one. So, yeah, I think the easiest was My Name is Mayo. The most fun was Watch Dogs 2. I think the one I'm most proud of, which is what I could would consider the most difficult, it's either Horizon or God of War 2018, but I think I give... Because of what I had to go through to beat those damn Valkyries. Yeah. And shout out to you, James Solar. Again, like the second to last Valkyrie he beat was the one that I beat first. Like I, I beat the one in, uh, oh God, what's it called? Not not Niflheim, the, the, the fire region that unlocks after the game. Helheim, I think. No, no, that's just hell. I don't remember what the name of it is, but the the Valkyrie you fight there, I think is the second hardest Valkyrie in the game. That was the one I fought first. And I probably died 15, 20 times fighting it. Finally beat it. And then every Valkyrie I fought after that was like, you're dead. You're dead until I got to the queen. But it took me two and a half to three hours to beat the queen. And because of that, I think that is my hardest and my hardest and the platinum I am the most proud of. Whatever I'm trying to say. You know what I mean? Most 
rewarding. Yes, was God of War 2018. See, my hardest, I think I said, was Bloodstained. Uh, without that, that is crazy. That but I think the one that. I'm most proud of, to me, is Spider Man because I feel like Spider Man would probably be my number two most fun. Yeah, yeah like I don't know. Bloodstain is not difficult. It's just a grind. it's grindy. But, yeah. but Spider Man wasn't grindy until you got to the the, the crime stuff with the games. Right. And yeah. So I will talk more about my platinums at the end of this year. I'm going to make a lofty goal, and I don't know why I'm doing this. Next up, Sean. What have you been playing this week, other than what we talked about at the stream? Okay, before we get into what I'm playing, yes, sir. one, what Anecdote. I'm watching. Oh, damn it! Did you watch it already? What? Mandalorian? I watched it right before I came over. It is, is it as good as everybody's saying it is? So, I was watching it. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, because I can't not. It's very much Star Wars. Like, Is it like Rogue One Star Wars? In what way? Like the the grittiness and the the non lightsaber gritty, and stuff. Yes, yeah, I yeah, I could see that. Um, it's very much Star Wars. You do kind of just get a feeling that you're watching a TV show and not a movie. It looks like the movies, like okay. they spared no expense. But you just you do kind of get the feeling you're watching a TV show. It just plays differently. The mu- it's just got a TV show feel, and I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way it's just right different from the movies right. but still very much star wars i'm watching it i'm liking it it's pretty cool i like it enough to where i'm like i mean i'm going to continue to watch this there was no part that just like grabbed me and was like like okay. you have like i can't stop there was nothing like that until oh god the very end of the episode so is this what everybody's talking about? Uh, it's, I, haven't I haven't read much, but yet. probably. The very... I kept thinking, I'm like, if you're going to do this show, you better have some kind of... Don't... No, just... You better have some kind of like... Oh my God. Yes. There's okay. got to be something. And I'm like, maybe there's not. Maybe that'll come later, you know, whatever. It's not... I mean, to me, I don't even know if I'd call it an oh my God moment, but it was just like a... Thank you. This is all like I'm hooked now just okay. because of literally like the last minute. Probably is Gina Carano in the first episode. Uh, I don't think so. I like her. She gets a bad rap, but I think she's awesome. I like her. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler. I don't think Whoa. it is, but I looked up who the Mandalorian is. I mean, the actor. Yeah. It's Pedro Pascal, who you I don't even yeah. know if you would know who he is, but he was in Game of Thrones. That's what I know him from. I, love I know that the dude. Name I didn't even that. realize that's who it was, but like when I'm hearing him talk, I'm like, I definitely know this voice, and I had to look it up. And once I saw it, I'm like, oh, okay, yep. There's no way this guy doesn't take when, his mask off. Like you don't get a guy. Not that he's like this. Oh, does super, he take it off? Not in episode one, okay. but I feel like he's got to. Um, because I don't know why you would hire Pedro Pascal. You could I hire a freaking just, stunt actor, to do right. It right? So I feel like at some point he's got to take the mask off. Is Boba Fett in it? Don't answer. I don't want to know. Moving on. Um, what, what I mean, is not in the set, first. Do you one. know? It's between six and seven. Oh, it's post Empire, pre really? First Order. Yeah. Well, then Bovet's not in it unless they're going to rewrite canon. Okay. Um, it's just if you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to watch it tomorrow before this post because I just I, I have to. It's just so cool. It's not like an oh my god moment Darth Vader came in and killed everybody <laughs> right but it was just very it's just it's 
it's awesome. Um, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, did well, you just do Disney Plus or did you do the Hulu? ESPN right now, Plus I just did Disney Plus. But how much is the whole bundle? Twelve ninety nine, I think. I don't see why I wouldn't do it. But I like, mean, what what's on Hulu? If Raymond's on there, then I'll do that's the true. I mean, I've had Hulu for the last year because there was like a Black Friday thing. Where okay, it was there's like something ninety nine cents a month for a year. I'm like, well, yeah, I'll sign up. There is something we haven't watched. We watched the League on it for like oh. the third time, just because it wasn't on Netflix. It wasn't on anywhere else. We watched that on. Oh, there. it's not. Not anymore. Okay. Um, Occasionally we'll be in the mood to like watch a movie and we'll look through Netflix and nothing jumps out at us. We'll look at Amazon Prime. There's nothing. We'll check Hulu. I'm glad I didn't pay more than a dollar a month for it. So, yeah, I don't know that I There is something I saw Max Scovel tweeting about this and a bunch of people replying to him that there's something about if you try to sign up for Disney Plus and Justin Davis might tweet about it too. The, The funny thing this morning, I don't know if you went on, if you follow a lot of ESPN people, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Trey Wingo, Golick, everybody was like, oh my God, it's the first day of hashtag Disney Plus. Make sure you sign up at DisneyPlus.com. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this makes me not want to sign up just because I'm the way I am. But um, I signed up at work and I'm like, let me see what I'm working with. Because there's a week free trial, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was just so, in a good way, so overwhelming. Like, when I go on Netflix, I'm just like... Rasan eh, keeps texting me. He's eh, like, eh, X-Men, like, Gargoyles. I'm like... There's just okay, so okay. much stuff. Yeah, because they bought five. Like, The Simpsons right. is on there. It's just like... Yeah, well, Simpsons suck. It, there's just so... It's overwhelming in a good way. Like, almost yeah. everything you come across, you're like, I kind of want to watch that. And and I, I kind of want to watch that. I want to watch that. watch Ragnarok. Like... Is Ragnarok on it? Is it on Netflix? It was on Netflix. No, I don't I know, see why it wouldn't be on here. I don't know why. I think they have all 22 or 30. Yeah, I don't know why it wouldn't be. Um, It's so good. I mean, it's so worth the money. I'm not going to cancel Netflix, I don't think. No. But at at this point, it's like I was telling Dad, I was like, at this point, Netflix is just like a utility. It's like gas and Like paying for internet or TV. You pay for Netflix. Um, But it's awesome. You definitely, it's like 40 minutes. They're not super long. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. And Uh, I kind of like that it's weekly instead of just. Here's 12 Actually, episodes. speak of the devil, I forgot about this, but not that you'll probably care, but when I got my new phone, I got a year of oh, yeah. Apple TV Plus. I'm like, let me check it out. Let's see Did what's on there. Did you watch Momoa? That really doesn't interest. It really? just looks so... I mean, maybe if I watched it, I would like it, but it just seems very generic. I don't know. Maybe What about Corel? That's the one I watched. It's good? It's I've heard very. I've heard people love it, and people say it's the worst show ever created. Oh, I love it. I think it's great. Okay. It's like it reminds me of like. The, I think it's more like the woke culture, and it's like very. Somebody said they Steve like Carell's it or they don't. He, it's the whole Me Too. They touch on Me Too. Okay. They touch on, uh, you know, liberals and conservatives. They touch on. Abortion. I mean, Steve Carell, They touch on a bunch. Jennifer of Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. That's right. Okay. It's not at all. When I just saw like the po not the literal post you thought it was just gonna be a stupid i thought it was about i mean i knew it was a drama but i thought it was like oh it's a drama i didn't know that yeah it's very much a drama oh i thought it was a dramedy okay Mm, no i mean there are some like (laughs) parts but it's really a drama i thought it was basically oh jennifer aniston and reese witherspoon are co-hosts of a morning show and steve carell is like the producer that's kind of what i got from the poster and it's not i mean that's not really true um my only complaint, it's not meant, I mean, it's meant to be serious, 
but there are times where Steve Carell is like angry and he's yelling and it's just he's Michael Scott like I can't separate him from that character yeah and for the most part when he's like being very like subdued and whatever he's whatever he's the character but then there are times where he gets really upset and he and he like screams and it's meant to just be like a serious like frustration just yell so and it's just like oh my god that's Michael Scott that's my and I can't even say it's a complaint but that's that's the one thing about it so far that it's it kind of like you know it's like pulling me in yeah and then that kind of pulls me away I'm like what was that was Michael Scott what was that one one conspiracy theory that I've had for a while and I'm sure this is I'm I'm not breaking new ground here but I thought that like it would kind of make sense if the 40 year old version was actually not (laughs) version virgin was Michael Scott like he used before he went to Dunder Mifflin, <laughs> he worked at the Best Buy thing or whatever. Yeah, because there's a, like, I'm not I'm not gonna do any I'm not doing any quotes I'm not doing it. But yeah, but yeah, what made me think of that was Apple TV is similar. I assume they're probably all like this, but at least with the morning show, when it launched, they gave you three episodes. Okay, and now they release one episode every okay. week, so it's like you get to d- dive. But in there a is only bit. one Mandalorian, right? Yeah, it's just one. okay. So that is purely weekly. On Apple TV Plus, I assume all their episodic ones are probably here's a few episodes to get you started and then it's weekly after that. Um but no, the morning show is really good. I don't know that I'll I'm glad I had the year free. I don't know that I'll pay for it. I mean, it's yeah, only for 5 me, bucks a month. It's cheap, but I like, would rather spend I don't 5 bucks this. a month on Apple Arcade. See, I don't even know. I, I don't know that I want that either, but I'm saying I don't know that I I mean, I still have it, but I'd never use it are besides Ocean Horn, and I haven't even played that yet. I mean, I've played it, but I haven't played it in a while. Are you getting charged for it? Oh, did you get your uh, Apple TV yet? Did yeah, I got in? it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So, that's what I've been watching. What have you been playing, what I've been Sean? playing, um, I did play a little more Mario Maker, just random stuff, whatever. Um, la- yesterday, I got back into Call of Duty. Um, I think I beat a couple missions. Um, Where are you at? So I was done with London. Okay. Um, I'm not going to get too spoilery, but I did. So after that, I think Just right after that fine, was yeah. the townhouse thing. That was cool. Yes. Thank you. That that was when I was like, that. when I got there, I was like, okay, this is not Call of Duty. My only thing, so I'm all, I'm down with like realism and stuff. That's one of the things that I really liked about, I'm going way back, but Rainbow Six. Yeah. But there's part of me that it's like, and this is kind but of why I also I'm, wanted to be fun. Well, um, this is why I'm looking forward to 13, which is very much not yeah. realistic, but it's also not like just like Halo. Like it's just, what I don't like about it is it's almost too, I get that it's realistic and it makes sense. You have this whole squad with you. But it's like, what, come on, let me do so, Like, they'll go up to a door and blow it open and go in and, and like, shoot a guy. I'm like, well, well come on. Like, yeah, not but, to sound like a psychopath. I'm like, I wanted to kill that but guy. The, like, but yeah. for me, there was times where maybe I haven't got to those missions yet, but there's missions where you're outside and everything is going to hell in a handbasket. And I'm like, my AI should be doing more than they are. It's like, Price is over here. But he's not hitting anybody. I'm like, so I have to kill literally everyone that's rushing us right now. Right. You know what I mean? Like but the all, everybody that's rushing you. No Russians. Um. Again, 
Oh my god. Whatever. Metacritic. Whatever. Uh, uh, but yeah, so I did that. I think the next one. Did you get any flashbacks? That you that you like play? Yeah. No. So I did that one. That's where it really goes to the next level. Okay. So that's the one Don't. where you find out about the wolf. Yeah. And the next one, I think you get him. Is he like in the hospital? Is that what that mission was? Um, where you go into the hospital? It all kind of blends together. But I did that one. And then, uh, then the, yeah, I think I the remember. next one was the one <clears throat> where you're in like the like an embassy or something. And the the guy, I just said I wasn't going to spoil anything, but you you That's do funny. the part with like the security cameras and stuff. Yeah, where you got guide stressful. them around. I, yeah. died, I died so two many times. times there. I only died two times when I was shocked. Oh, well, I think I died probably like four or five. I didn't die too many times. but So I did that. And then the next one I was on, I think I stopped in the middle of it because I had to put Kira down. Um, you are, you're on like a rooftop and you keep yep. shooting the flares off and you got like a sniper rifle and you're trying to pick people off. You keep shooting the flares off to like illuminate stuff and they're oh, like getting closer. God. So that's, that's the embassy. But it's after what I was just talking about. No, I know. But yeah, so that's where I am. I think I stopped in the middle okay. of that. You, I had you to, stopped but. at the hardest part because what's about uh, to happen is it, it goes to hell in a handbasket. Okay. And so am going, I like halfway? You're about halfway, yeah. Okay, that's about what don't, I thought. Don't give up. Keep playing it. No, I'm, I'm enjoying I, I would, it now. What, what I really want, beat it before Friday. Again, we're recording this only on Tuesday. I don't know that I said that, but Jedi's out on Friday. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have if I Yeah. Just beat it like tomorrow and Thursday. You'll Two hours each, you're, you're done. Really? It might not even be that much, but yeah. So yeah, I enjoy it. Um, the townhouse was a nice change of pace. I still say the rest of it has just been a lot of like just the same thing over and over again, just different environments. And it's like, okay, like there's, I, it will change when you get to one of the flashbacks. You will, you will be like that. That was one of the parts actually in the townhouse. That was the crying baby, right? Yeah. Okay. That I was like, I, I that that was the one moment when I was like, I I heard all of the realism, blah 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 reviews, all this other stuff, and I was like, I don't know if I can. Go I mean, that didn't this. really bother me that much, but I mean, there were parts in that where like, you know, you go into a room and she's like, no, no please no, no, no. don't. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. okay, whatever, and then you see her like right for the gun. I'm like, what? And it's like, God, like it makes you really like, my God, like do I. Do I shoot her? Is she but I think really that's, innocent? I th- Whatever. I think and then you see her go for the so, gun. And that's why so ground is like, that's what like. I mean, that's war. That's, yes. Yeah. Like they, they try to trick you and, oh, I, I'm so glad I get to sit in my warm yeah. house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what have you been playing? I can't even know. What have you been spending your time? At? Oh, yeah. I don't know, Sean. What have I been playing this week? So. I mean, you saw from the title of the video. We're Pokemon. Getting to, we're getting to our Pokemon review 50-something minutes in. I, I told you this was going to be a great podcast. Sean, what do you want to know about a game called Death Stranding? Because I have literally... I'm not going to... You're not going to be able to read it, but I just want to show you all my notes and my note. Okay, ready? Right. All right. Let's get into it. I am 14 and a half hours in. And I will say this. So I'm the resident Kojima fanboy. We, we both are, but I'm you to another much, level yeah. Yeah. on this podcast, this channel, whatever you want to call us. 
And I went into this game thinking, like I think I even said last week, the reviews are meh, whatever. I don't know. Greg loves it. IGN hates it. I don't know. I have to see it through. I'm going to get this game. I am shocked at how much I love this game. I went into this thinking I wouldn't even like it. And so far, almost 15 hours in, I love this game. This game, Death Stranding is unlike anything, any any game I have ever played before in my entire life. Now, to be very clear, this is a walking simulator. I will say that. So, this game definitely is not for everybody. The the funny thing, did you see uh, the, the tweets about Kojima's interview? Where he's like, well, you know, it's weird that it reviewed low in the U.S., but like in Italy and France where they like art and stuff, it reviewed a lot better. I'm like, people are raising hell about it, but I'm like, I kind of get that because like he was like, as American, Americans kind of just want like shooters and whatever, and we're trying to fly above that. I'm like, that's super pretentious, and it kind of sounds like Apple. Oh, it's 100% true, though. But it's 100% true, exactly. Like, I mean... Like, if you're really upset about that, you're probably part of the problem. The 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 best thing I can say about this game, again, 14 and a half hours in. By the way, everybody said it gets good after after chapter three. I'm still in chapter three. 14 and a half hours in. This game is a mix of Shadow of the Colossus, Journey, and a hint of Metal Gear. Just a hint. There's 14 chapters in this game. So I don't know. 14 hours in and you're in chapter I don't know three. if these later chapters, like, they, they shorten up or something, but I... Or is it the kind of thing where you beat it at, like, chapter six and then everything else is, like, post-game? No, no, post no. Game. You, you okay. beat it at 14. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I heard was that it's 120... Like I told... I texted you this. 125 to 175 hours of Platinum it. When I heard that, I was like, no way. But I am loving this game so much that I could see, like, I I do still think I'm going to take a break. Well, I want to play Jedi so bad. I think Jedi is going to be a much more, a much smaller game than Death Stranding. So I want to play that. So I want to play it too, because we're both getting it. I want to be able to talk about it next week, but I'm not saying I won't platinum this, but like, the gameplay keeps getting better. The further I get into this game, it gets better and better. So I, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to platinum it. Now I, I put, I don't even know how many hours in Metal Gear, Metal Gear Five, but like 120, maybe 130. I don't know. But it was like it got to the point where it was like you have to S rank every mission and like everything has to be perfect, and you have to get these 700 plants and these 300 different animals. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't have the patience for that. This game though, like <laughs> I, I'm shocked. I'm even saying this, this game I have thought about as much or more than any game since Metal Gear Solid five and breath of the wild. Like this game, when I'm not playing it, I am thinking about playing it. And I am shocked at that because the game is literally, it's a, like, it's a FedEx simulator. It really is. Like, like Colin was saying on this podcast today, he's like, 
How did they make this game in like three and a half years? Oh, I know how they made it because the game is just... There are some enemies. There's like enemy encampments, the the mules and stuff. They're here, there, whatever. When you unlock a grid, you can see where their, their, you know, like their radar thing is. You know if you want to go through there or not and go around it, whatever. There's them, there's the BTs, there's some boss fights. But it makes sense that they were able to make it in three and a half years because... It's just they had to build this beautiful... This game is freaking beautiful, by the way. I'm playing on a base PS4. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. By the way, Jose wrote in, and he said, I have a pretty powerful GPU in my PC. Should I just wait and get it on PC? Further context, I've never played a Kojima game. NSA Jose. I would say it's up to you. Like By the time this comes out in summer 2020, it will be... Whatever the story is, which I'm again, I'm only in chapter three, it'll be completely spoiled. If you can avoid it, fine. I don't think you need to wait. I think this game looks absolutely beautiful on base PS4, so I'm sure on a PS4 Pro it's even better. Um, so, Jose, that's I would say it's up to you. If you want to take the risk of story spoilers and stuff, that's up to you. But I would, I would honestly I'd probably say just get it on PS4. Um, but like I said, so it's a walking simulator, but. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. Like, it's not like Firewatch and Tacoma and uh, what's it called? Gone Home, Edith Finch, where you're just walking and unlocking story. You're walking in this game, but the game, the the world, the the terrain, everything is almost like. So the main antagonist, it looks like, as far as I am in, is Higgs, Troy Baker. However, like the like the one a antagonist is the world and i heard i heard so many people making such a big deal about how it's like oh i'm just walking the same then i trip and fall and all my cargo like explodes and i don't have it anymore and whatever i'm that's gl- the stuff i keep reading that i'm like it is uh, like let me it, just tell you solar the solar have it Somebody was tweeting and talking about how, and your response was, you have to hold L and R at all times. Like, Thank you're just you. walking and you keep falling over. I'm like, oh, my it's God. Not, like, this would drive me nuts. Literally, though, if you play the game, so you've got, the, the way it works is you walk. So you load up. Obviously, you've seen all the pictures from Kojima. You can have, like, a freaking couch on your back, basically. As you're walking through the world, L2 and R2 are your balance triggers, whatever. As you're walking through the world, you can hit the R1 to do your little brow, brow, and he does a scan, and it shows you what the train is. Blue is okay. Yellow is you might trip. Red is you're probably going to trip. And you can click in the left stick to run. As you go through the world, though, you can just hold L2 and R2, and you're not going to fall unless you just, like, jump off a cliff like an idiot for some reason. Yeah. So... Everything, everybody that I've seen, like there's some, like even like IGN, like gave it a 6.8 and all this other stuff. They're, they're bitching about the gameplay and it's, well, what seems weird to me about that is like, why, why is that even in the game? What if there was a game where like you, you need to hold L, L2 and R2 for your character to breathe. And if you don't hold them, you're going to die. So now you have to hold these two buttons through the whole game just so you don't die. Like, why is so, that even a thing if it's that because, easily solvable? So you can you can move quicker. If you want to get to your destination quicker, you can just run yeah, or walk or whatever. 
if you hit terrain that's bumpy, you'll see it on screen. Hold L2 to balance. Hold R2 to balance. Whatever it is. Like if you're going one way or the other. If you're falling left, it'll say hold R2 to come back this way or vice versa. But if you want to just progress through the world without trying to like speed run it, which I think is the beauty of the game, you can hold R2 and L2 most the whole time and get through it. Now, where that doesn't work, and this is the other thing Solar was asking me about, is you get in the areas where the BTs show up. So you know, no spoilers here. But you know through all the pre-release stuff, there's timefall, which is rain. Okay, What happens when there's rain in this world that they call timefall, it speeds up the aging or decaying process of anything it touches. When you're Sam you have a special suit on so that it doesn't hit you. Whenever it starts raining, your little guy goes, meow, meow, and you, your hood automatically yeah. opens up. You're fine. But you have to manage your your cargo and everything. What was your question? <laughs> it's just that it's a weird mechanic that it's like it's easily solvable just by holding these okay. two buttons, but then... Why, why is that even a thing? Oh, oh, that's right. Okay, so you can either choose to hold R2 and L2 and just get slowly through the terrain or whatever. When the BT show up, like Solar asked me, he's like, do I just run for it or can I sneak around them? I'm like, okay. What you need to do if you are playing this game, when the BTs show up and when you get a little bit further into the game, you do have weapons that you can hit them with and kill them, actually. So the way it works, so you've seen like the like the oil monsters and stuff. Though I've had one boss fight so far, and it was a lot of fun. It was pretty cool. But when the BT show up, so when you get into rain, it starts raining, and then you, your your thing goes up, and it's like, oh man. But if it's just raining, you're fine. You can keep going through the area, whatever. However, if you get to point to a point where the the BTs show up, your thing does another thing. Everything slows down, and you get this dramatic music, and everything is like, "Oh crap, the BTs are here!" And you're talking to BB, and you're like, "Oh, do you feel that?" At that point, your instinct is probably, "I got to get the hell out of here." Do not do that. So the way it works is, so you can do a crouch walk like Snake can. Um, you hit circle, you crouch. The BTs sense you it's like they can't see you but they can sense you but they can sense you better the more noise you make so so it's uh last of us and metal gear so yeah so what you want to do is you want to you duck down but when you duck down you can also if you tap r1 it does your your radar scan thing your over deck i think it's called scanner if you hold r1 you go (gasps) And you hold your breath. Depending on how much stamina you have left, you can hold your breath, obviously, for a certain amount of time. Your Oberdeck thing will look at where the BTs are. And if you are patient, and this is why I think I like this game, because this is where the Metal Gear stuff kind of comes in. It's not really a stealth game. At its heart, it is a walking simulator, delivery simulator thing. But if you are patient... And if you crouch down and you hold your breath and you only move when you're holding your breath and you pay attention to your scanner thing, you can get through there okay. Like there was one time where I was like like four or five hours in the game. I was like, screw it. I got to be close. I'm just going to run. And as soon as I start running, 
and all of a sudden the oil comes after you and all these hands are coming at you. I'm like, my, my heart is like pounding out of my chest. Like this game, I think I love it so much because it's such a perfect mix of serenity and stress at the same time. Like this game is completely empty. You will, you're, you're going from point A over here, point B over there. But that's like, call it five miles. I don't know. With maybe nothing in between except the world. And you have to but see, you said the same thing, but in a negative connotation when it comes to Metal Gear Solid Five and how it's just this big open world, but there's nothing really there. Because I wanted Metal Gear to be Metal Gear. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this, it's, it's almost, like I said, it's like serenity mixed with stress. And it's something about this game, like, I cannot stop. I can't stop thinking about it. I really can't. I don't want to get any spoilers and, and all that other stuff, but like also the music is amazing. Like everything that keeps playing is I haven't gotten any churches traverses yet. I've got a lot of low roar music. And usually it's when you get through a hard area and you're getting close to your next destination. And it's like, you can pretty much just hold R2 and L2 and walk low roar will start playing. I'm sure as I get further into the game, it'll be Traverches and whatever the other, there, there's one other band that he talked about. I don't remember what it is that, that's going to be in the game, but it's like the soundtrack is amazing. I, I've got literally a page full of notes. So let, let me see what I've missed so far. So my thoughts, obviously without having played it, everything I've read and most of what you're saying here reminds me of, so I love Zelda. Mm-hmm. I love Ocarina of Time. This game sounds like a full game of my least favorite portion of Ocarina of Time and the whole like trading, like take this over here and then take that and give it to this guy and then take that and run over here and do that over there. And that's what it sounds like this game is like. And I know I'm, I'm reaching there, but a what I think is a more apt uh, comparison is it sounds like it's a lot of what made me not like and eventually just stop playing shadow of the colossus where i'm like this world is beautiful it's so just i mean it's just beautiful it's it's a great story but it's like oh i'm back here again i gotta go all the way over there and fight this boss and it's like okay well there's this world again and it's really beautiful but can i hurry up and get there and it's a lot of it was like i love the fights yep but there's so much just (laughs) traversing this landscape in between that I was just like, okay, I, that's enough. And that's what it sounds like. This so, game is a lot of, but the difference is shadow of the classes. There was literally nothing. It was just, you went from point A to point B to fight a boss, climb up them, figure out the puzzle, stab them in the blue thing and die again, go back and do it again. I think it's the positive loop of this where you're, you literally are trying to reconnect America. And obviously I know what Kojima is going for with this game. Um, but it is very first off there are so many cutscenes in this game i love it because that's kojima at his best metal gear solid 5 was supremely lacking in that territory but it's i think it's a positive loop of connecting this city to this city to this waypost to this waypost and when you get there they're like oh my god thank you i've wanted you to come here and it's also like but it's also like the strategic element of it where you can look at you look at the map and it's not just like you have no HUD. When you're playing, there's no HUD. That's There's nothing. So what you do is you, you hit options. You look at the map and you say, I need to go from here to here. 
And it's like, well, I can just put a marker at my destination. Okay. But then you realize that you can hit the, uh, the, the trackpad and you can move your, your dual shock. And instead of just looking straight down where it looked like it was going to be a straight path from here to there, if you rotate your dual shock, it rotates the map. So you can see, Oh my God, that's the, like a freaking yeah. giant mountain. I'm like, okay, so maybe I need to go here and do this. And then once you discover the, like the, the mule, uh, which are the, the, the people bad guys, by the way, those guys are terrifying because for some reason they're so much faster than I am. It's like that when you get into their area, they, they, they have their own, uh, scanner things. And if you have cargo on your back, their scanner will ping your cargo and be like, Oh, there's somebody here with that. Their, their whole point is, and I, are they like pirates? What the game has told me so far, yes. I have... I have serious doubts about the story of this game. Not, I don't doubt Kojima, but what I'm being presented with, I don't know that I believe it yet. Well, I mean, that's Kojima. I, I, <laughs> I, feel, like, I feel like everybody that is on Norman Reedus' side... By the way, it's not weird being Norman. I thought it would be. Like if you look at him when you go into like your your private room where you can rest and shower and poop and pee and whatever and everything, if you just stare at him and he's like, <laughs> and it's just funny because he's like, it's 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 so Kojima, it's so meta, but whatever. Have you seen Conan O'Brien yet? Not yet. Okay. Um, and there was a controversy too because remember how I said Famitsu gave it a perfect score? Their four editors gave it a forty out of forty. There's some Famitsu editors in the game, so they're like, oh, you only gave it a perfect score because you're in the game. I don't know. Not not touching on it. Whatever. Um, the the game in it, it at its heart, it's very simple, but like I don't know. I I it's, it's I guess what I keep going back to is it seems like the kind of game that I don't know if I really want to play it, but I'm very curious about the story like at this point i'll probably never go back and play shadow of the colossus yeah but part of me still wants to just go back and like watch just look at youtube and yeah watch all the cutscenes, watch all the boss fights and that's where i'm currently at with this and i know it's probably like how many uh, who knows however many hours of cutscenes, but like it's a lot i almost feel like i could get the same it just doesn't sound fun like i've my main thing is video games should be fun, and this doesn't sound that fun to me. But see, it sounds like, like a cool story, a cool idea, but it's almost like I'd rather just... It, it sounds like something I'd almost rather watch on Netflix see, than but, sit down but and play. that's the thing. So it's like... And it, it's... Anybody I've heard talk about this game, it, it seems like they're all like, I don't know how to actually talk about this game because it's so hard to do it justice. I think this is... this. I, I will say right now, this is... Right up there for game of the year with me so far. Really? With RE2 and Link's Awakening and who, whoever knows what Jedi is going to be here in, in a week. But like this, but that's what I'm trying to say. Like this game is that good. And I, it, it's so hard to actually, that, that's probably why I have so many freaking notes because it's like, there's literally, I've never played a game like this before ever. There's, and like I said, before it came out, if this wasn't Kojima, this game would not exist period there's so no just stuff way. i mean i know you're somewhere around if you go by chapters a fifth of the way through right. or by time you're like a third to half of the way through or whatever um but with what you've experienced so far 
on your first mission, which I assume are, is literally every mission, take this thing from here to there. I'm without trying. I'm not trying to dumb it down. Simplifying but like, it, yeah. So is your first mission that much different from the most recent one you've done? I yeah, mean, is because it literally- you also, So that's the other thing. So the further you get into the game, you get when you first encounter the mules, like the, the people bad guys that are tr- trying to steal your stuff, which I don't really believe it. We'll, we'll see how that works out. You have nothing. You have literally no weapons. You have a strand, of course, that if you sneak up on somebody, you can hold L2 and R2 and like wrap them up and stuff. The further you get in the story, you get the bolo gun, which you've seen in yeah. gameplay and stuff that wraps around him. That is like, <laughs> let's go, guys. Let's go. <laughs> um, I... I mean, it's tough because I, I know you could say the same thing about Spider-Man. Oh, really? You have to go to this part of the map and fight a bunch of guys? And yeah. Like, I mean, I get you could say that about a lot of games, but... It's... Sorry if you hear that. It's on our end. Um, okay, so you upgrade as you go. You get weapons, you get... You, I just got to the point where I got a trike. Okay, you've seen it in all the trailers and everything. So you get a trike. You get two versions of the trike. You can get a short-range trike, which doesn't have as good a battery, and you can put cargo on the trike, or you get a long-range trike, which you can't load cargo onto, but it's got a much better battery. Also, if if, if somebody constructs a road, if you drive in the middle of the road on your trike, or if you walk along it, whatever, you also get, like, exoskeleton legs and stuff like that. That's the thing. It, it it starts off so bare bones. It's just like me with a backpack <laughs> trying to get through all these ghosts and bad guys and get this package from here to there. But that's until you play it. It's like you can't even you, you really can't. And, and this now I sound like I'm Kojima or, or Apple or something, but it's like you can't understand it until you actually play it because it's that's the beauty of the game. But the, the further you get into the game, you get all these, these these upgrades and stuff. You get the bolo gun. You get the trike. Um, you can also, as you level up, like as you make more deliveries, you can carry more cargo on your back. It like lets you be able to handle more weight and stuff. That's the other thing. Like, like the loadout screen in this game reminds me of Metal Gear Solid Five, but also Metal Gear Solid Five. It didn't really matter because you can just call in a you know a drop of whatever weapons you want, and you can do whatever. This is like. Okay, I've got this much cargo. What like optional cargo do I need to take? Should I do two or three missions at once and try to go from here to there to there to there because it makes sense on the map? But if I do that, I've got a freaking like giraffe on my back because <laughs> it's so tall. You know what I mean? Like right. it's very strategic and stuff. And I, I'm seeing what people mean about level, about chapter three because when I got to chapter three, that's I think when I got the uh, I got the trike. You can also, in the middle of chapter three, you get the thing that you can like have like a hoverboard behind you that floats that you can put more cargo onto that. So you can, you don't have to have it all on your back. So it's not hurting you. You can just put it back there and it floats behind you. So it doesn't get damaged and stuff. That's the other thing that the, the time fall, you have to have a, um, container spray to, to, to fix the containers. But if your cargo that you're carrying isn't in a container and the rain's falling on you, you can't use your container spray because the container spray is a container spray, not a cargo spray. It's, it's, it's not a game I ever thought I would like. And I don't think I like it because it's Kojima because it doesn't, 
it doesn't feel like Metal Gear Solid anything. It, it does not at all. There are some hints, I will say. But do you think you would like this game just as much if this was just EA's Death Stranding? I never would have played it. Yeah. I only would have played... I, I think if it if it was the exact same game from a different person and I actually played it, I would like it just as much. Okay. But if it was that, I never would have tried it. Yeah. You know. I think ultimately where I kind of stand with it is I have heard overwhelmingly positive stuff about it. Like, I can't imagine this is not a good game. I fully believe it is a good game. I just don't know that it's something that I would enjoy. And I I keep thinking back to Shadow of the Colossus. Also, almost universally loved. And I loved it in the beginning. And then it was like, this again and again and again. Like, come on. Yeah. And I just, I got bored with it. And then I never went so, back. And that's kind of okay. how I feel like this would be. So the difference for me is Shadow of the Colossus, it was just... <sighs> The missions were more, you go from here to there, you fight the thing, you, you figure out the puzzle, You sta- like I said, you stab in the blue thing, and you go back home, you die, whatever. I think I, I like this better than Shadow of the Colossus because Shadow of the Colossus, it was more just like, this is only like 10 monsters long, and all I have to do is ride my horse, I like hold my sword up, and it points in the direction, I ride over there, figure out the puzzle, I stab it in the blue thing, and I go home, and I do it 10 times, I'm done. This, like every mission is different. And what I found is the terrain, again, it's, oh, it sounds so pretentious, but like the terrain really is an antagonist in this. So I just got to the point where mostly it's been like rocky areas, grassy areas. If it rains, it's muddy, it slows you down, whatever. But then I got to this new area, and I think I'm getting close to the snow finally, but I got to this new area where it was almost like these... I don't even know how, I don't know how to explain it. It, It's like, it's a very rocky area, but it looks like the earth shifted. So it was like up here and then down here and then up, up. up. So the whole thing is like, you have, you really have to hold R2 and L2 to get through this and climb, you hold X to climb up and do whatever. And I don't know, but to run through the rest of my notes, I love BB, the bridge baby in this. Like it is not annoying at all. If I, fall i've only fallen a couple times but when i fall i'm like oh my god i am so (laughs) sorry and i i just love him so much the acting in this is phenomenal so far um there's a lot of hints at the story that i think i know where it's going with sam but i haven't gotten that far in so i'm not going to say anything i've seen mads mickelson a lot in flashbacks or visions is he a bad something. guy i don't know at, at where i'm at i assume he's a bad guy troy baker is definitely the bad guy of this. okay mads mickelson i've only seen like i said in flashbacks or visions or something i think i know where it's going but i don't want to say anything because i don't want to spoil anything there's a lot of things that sam says that remind me of snake like it took you so long. And Kept you waiting. Now. Yes, like there, there's so many little things. There's a codec in it. I don't know if I said that earlier. I started to, and then I think I stopped. There's actually when you talk to people, it goes, and you're like, oh, and it says codec, and I'm like, tinfoil hat. I don't, it's it's not Metal Gear. It's definitely not Metal Gear. 
Chapter two takes forever. I will say that chapter three is also taking forever. Again, I'm almost 15 hours in and I haven't even gotten through chapter three. The text size in this is just as bad as modern warfare. I will say that. Um, I don't know why they feel the need to put so much stuff on the screen. Like even if you're on an 80 inch screen, you can't read this stuff. So I'm like, that's one thing. When I was playing modern warfare, I got to the point yes. where I'm like, I was standing up like three feet from it. I'm like, Oh, I can see enemies now. I'm like, right. I couldn't see them when I was sitting on the couch and that alone made it more enjoyable. But I think that just tells me I need a bigger TV. So the time falls terrifying when you go. Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Brittany. <laughs> the time falls terrifying. And the first time normally, like when I was earlier in the game, but I didn't know how to play it. So just pro tip for when, it, when you do play it, cause you at least need to like this at least needs to be a Christmas game for you. Cause I, I really do think, you would like this because the fact that I went into this thinking I wouldn't like it, but it's Kojima, whatever, I'll see it through. And I'm 15 hours in and I love it. You, you, it will, I think it will click for you, but time falls terrifying. The first time I actually like when the BTs are around you and stuff, if you're just like solar said, whatever, I'm just going to run for it. And you run for Was it. Was that a solar impression? That was a me impression because <laughs> I was like, whatever, I'm going to run for it. And I ran for it. And then it's all of a sudden the goo comes up and then you've got these like dead, whatever thing. If they suck you down, they don't really, I, I've never died in the game, quote unquote died. Um, but I kind of got grabbed by the goo. When you get grabbed by the goo, you're still in the, like, it'd be like if we were in this room and we got grabbed by like oil and we woke up and, or we stood up. And then there's like a whale, a, a oil whale over here trying to kill us. And you just have to like, you can get, I, I haven't fought any of them yet, but you can get away from it. Yeah. But it's much easier if you just take your time, sneak, hold your breath and go through there. Um, oh, I didn't say this. Oh, the other thing, my only two complaints are the tech size and the menu system is horrible. Horrible. Like, I, I have no idea how I'm getting it to work. Oh, what did I click? I have no idea how I'm getting it to work because like the menu system is so intricate and there's so much detail that I'm like, X, uh, accept order. Uh, there's a bunch of menus under the order. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. I have no idea what I'm doing. Sure, put the cargo on my back. Just let me go play the game. <laughs> like the menu system is horrible. Um. When trikes go bad. So I got my trike and I was like, cool, I'm going to take this out. And there was, once I got my trike, all of a sudden there was a, a road that was formed by either. Oh, that was the other thing. So the, the multiplayer aspect of this is so freaking cool. Like, so the way it works is, is it like journey? Like you thought it's very similar to it. So right. the way it works is you get into a new area. What you have to do is either get to the like the, the central hub of the city or a way station or something, and you take your Cupid, which is like the, I know it sounds weird, Q-PID, but it's the, the necklace thing with all the whatever on it. You take it off once you get to the place, and you put it in there, and what it does is it brings that city or way station or whatever onto the network. Once that's on the network, then you have access to stuff that everybody else has built there. Before that, you can't do it. So once you do that, what can happen is like, oh, I just went through this area by myself. But now if I look back, there's all these there, there's all these ladders and there's ropes and there's bridges and all this other stuff. I'm like, well, that would have been cool. So 
the multiplayer aspect of this is really cool because and, th- and that's the other thing I like about the games it's like the foundation of the game is bringing America back together and all the connecting people through strands blah 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 but it's also connecting us like every time I see so every time you see something in the world that somebody has built or if you see a mushroom that somebody peed to make I'm like like I've peed so many times if if I see a mushroom I'm like I'm going to pee on that mushroom because I want to make it more mushrooms so more people will like it whatever it's like we're building communities through peeing on mushrooms um but it's it's such a cool th- this is my kind of multiplayer game. It's not like Call of Duty, oh, I saw you first, you're dead. You know right. what I mean? Um but yeah, when trikes go bad, so I got my trike and I was like, okay, I go over this bridge, blah 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 on this road. If you stay like I said earlier, if you stay in the middle of the road, it charges everything is based on batteries. There's no oil, gas, whatever. So your your trike, as long as you stay in the middle of a road that's been constructed, it charges your battery as you go on it and it tells you if you're too far off or whatever so you know that you're not using any battery the first time i used my trike i went on this long road winding blah 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 through bt territory through mules whatever i can hear them coming after me i'm like you can't get me whatever so i get through their territory territory and then i get to a river and i'm like okay i need to get off because i remember somebody told me once you build a trike it can get through water like you can hit your scanner and see how deep it is, but it'll deplete your battery a lot. So I left it behind. I went across whatever. I got to this way station, whatever. I took up a new order. Somebody else, I found that they had left a trike. So if somebody leaves something in the world in an area that you have connected, you can get it. So like my trike that I left behind, somebody it's probably gone forever now because somebody's used it to go wherever. Right. So I found somebody else's trike, and I was like, okay, I need to do this. I see there's a canyon up here. But you know what I think? I'm going to I'm gonna use my trike, and I'm going to hit that speed boost. I'm going to jump over this canyon, and it's going to be awesome. So I do that, and the canyon is bigger than I thought it was. And I go, boom, 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 boom. So then I end up in this, like, narrow canyon that all these mules, like, the, the bad guys are coming at me from every – like, what you see is if they're behind you, you just see red – like red like arrows on your screen i'm like oh my god so i'm driving through this canyon like i don't know where to go wherever what you can do is you can like kind of pop a wheelie like you can lift it up so you can almost it it reminds me of the stupid bat tank in arkham knight you can kind of lift it up and then you can x jump so you can kind of like platform with it a little bit and i platform with it a little bit and i kind of went up this thing because i got to the end of this canyon there was nothing and i was like well I, i have to get up either with this thing or not I went up, 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 and it got up to the point where it was just stuck. Like It was like vertical like this. And I was like, jump, do whatever. Nothing's working. So I finally get off it. And as I get off the bike, I'm like, and I fall back in the canyon. (laughs) All these mules are coming at me from every direction. They're throwing these these like spark spear things or whatever they are. And I'm like, this is, I don't ever want to use a vehicle again unless you've got a clear path. Ugh. I don't know. I I thought I was going to be ready to give up this game when Jedi came out, just to play Jedi. And I am. I, I think I will want to. I, I I'm going to play Jedi this weekend. But I I really love this game, and it's it's up there with RE2 for game of the year for me. And I never ever 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 thought I would have said that. Now maybe ten more hours in, I'm like, oh my god, when's this game going to end? Right. Yeah. You know. 
but where I'm at now, almost 15 hours in, I freaking love it. And I never thought I would have said that. Interesting. Sean. Yes. Uh, hour and a half in, you want to get the news of the week? Yeah, it's probably a good time. We're going to run through this real quick. So there was a shakeup at PlayStation. Herman Hulst, who was the managing director and co-founder, not co-founder, co-founder of Guerrilla Games is the new head of PlayStation Worldwide Studios. He replaces Shuhei Yoshida, who will oversee a newly formed division in the company that, according to a news release, aims to, quote, focus on nurturing external independent creators. Hulse is best known as heading Guerrilla Games' development of the Killzone series, as well as Horizon Zero Dawn. By the way, he didn't have that much to do with Horizon Zero Dawn. So don't be worried that this is going to hurt Horizon Zero Dawn, too. This is me editorializing. Most most recently, he's also had a hand in developing Kojima Productions' Death Stranding. So also, that, that was one thing I forgot to say. So 70 people from Guerrilla helped out with Death Stranding. That's another uh-huh. reason they were able to... I mean, they use a Decima engine, of course, but that's another reason they were able to get it off the ground as quick as they were. After two decades, a guerrilla host moves to an even bigger scale as he manages development across Sony's 14 studios. This executive shuffle comes as... So- oh, don't lose that. <laughs> I've done that before. Comes as Sony prepares internally for the launch of PS5 in 2020. Quote, Herman is one of the most effective and well-respected leaders in the video game industry, Jim Ryan, president and CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment, said in the news release. He is a passionate advocate for the team he leads and understands how to empower creative talent to build great experiences. Um, that was my ankle. <laughs> it was rubbing against the chair. <laughs> so anyway, so Herman Hulst is taking over Sony Worldwide Studios uh, Shuhei, who's basically been on the bench for like two or three years now at this point, is taking up their, uh, what's the word? Their, um, uh, trying to embolster, trying to, bolster, trying to embolden, trying to rekindle Sony's relation, PlayStation's, rela- PlayStation's relationship with independent titles. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you think? So, like, Herman Hulst, uh, by the way, he has a cameo in Death Stranding, which I saw that I was like, oh, that's Herman Hulst. That's hilarious. Okay. Um, I guess it's a good idea. It's weird that they went from, like, PlayStation was so Japan-focused, then they went so U.S.-focused, and now with Herman Hulst, it seems like they're going to be European-focused. Like, the U.S. is where they get the bulk of their dollars, systems, games, everything shuhei is the man period this dude from all accounts absolutely like he loves video games period like it didn't make any sense for him to be sitting up in an office somewhere in in tokyo or kyoto or wherever they are just like counting his money like this guy is supposed to be out there cultivating that was the word cultivating independent games and stuff and it's it's I just realized that Tokyo and Kyoto are anagrams. Oh my god, I can't handle this right now. It makes more sense for him to be out there doing what he loves. You literally, broke it's my, just you broke my instead brain. of like Tokyo, it's Kyoto. I hate you right now. I, I was going, and I have no <laughs> idea what I was saying. Now. 
He sh- he loves video games. He shouldn't just be sitting in an office. No, he shouldn't. He's Shuhei. Like he was he was for a long time he was the face no matter who was the president, CEO, or whatever. He was the face of Sony and then they're like you're getting too popular. Go sit in your office. Yeah. Like Shuhei's awesome and oh, this is what I was going to say. Thank you for not breaking my brain. Like we've heard all this talk that that Sony in the next gen is just focusing on AAA this big studio that like they're it seemed like they were losing focus on the indie titles and i think i can speak for both of us over the last two three years some of our favorite games have been from independent studios oh absolutely and i do not want sony to lose sight of that so i'm hoping that but again we're only basically a year out from the ps5 i hope that putting shuhei in this position i'm not worried about herman hulse like yeah playstation's brand's going to keep going but i think the, the, the Shuhei thing is more important because these independent games, Sony, like, Xbox at the 360 area with Xbox Live Arcade and stuff, they took the lead when it comes to independent games. They, they, they blew it out of the water. Then with PS4, they're like, we love, like, I think the slogan was we love indies or something just generic and stupid like that. But, like, it was such a focus for the PS4 and everything we've heard about the 5 is that it wasn't going to be. And if anybody's going to get that focus back where it should be for, like we said, some of our favorite games over the last few years, it's Shuhei. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... I definitely think it's a good thing. I mean, I'm not worried about it at all. I like it. Um, I think they would be stupid, and I think they're too smart to be this stupid to just lose sight of the whole... the importance of indies. I agree. Sean... What if I told you, 30 for 30 boys, that there was a patent for a cartridge for the PS5? <laughs> I don't want you to read ahead. What would you, what would you, what if I, I told you? I would say you? it's probably a uh, I hate red you. herring. No, it's not. Thank oh, you. Okay. You didn't read enough. This comes from Pushquare. A couple days ago, Let's Go Digital managed to get a hold of another PlayStation-related patent. This time, it seems Sony has listed an interesting <laughs> an interesting cartridge device. But what is this thing's purpose? We already know the PS5 will have a 4K Blu-ray drive for physical media, so what exactly this cartridge is remains a mystery. Of course, that hasn't stopped the aforementioned site from doing some theorizing, and it comes up with an interesting explanation for this odd bit of hardware. The website suggests that the PS5 users will be able to use these chips to upgrade the system storage on their next-gen console. In other words, you'll be able to buy these supplementary solid-state drives, SSDs, to increase the amount of space available for game downloads, etc. This would be similar to the way you can upgrade your PS4's hard drive, but would make the process much more streamlined. Affording a little bit of credibility to this is the description of the device found in the patent filing itself. Translated from Portuguese, the document says, quote, Configuration applied to slash in data recording and storage equipment, end quote. The tech site also posits that if Sony does make it so you can buy more storage with these SSD cartridges, the PS5 itself may come with a modest amount of memory on board. This could be a way for the platform holder to keep the initial cost of the PS5 to a minimum. Of course, early adopters are worried that the next-gen machine will be expensive, but this method would reduce the price tag of the console itself and make expandable storage an opt-in premium. So we've heard their SD cards, their, their SSD cards. Well, okay. But I mean, it's basically, it's what the switch has. 
Well, no, they're like they're hard drives. Okay, so they're they're not little. not not a cartridge like. Okay, this. I mean now when I hear cartridge, no, I, think I know of a so switch think game of like, as opposed to an NES. Exactly. Game. So what what they're theorizing means, and of course this is all rumor, but it's like we talked about I think last week or maybe the week before. PS Five is is targeting like affordability with its price. Yeah. So what if the PS Five is like the internal components are awesome. Teraflops. Awesome. I almost got choked up. <laughs> there are teraflops all over the place, blah, 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 but it's only a 500 gig hard drive. But, and I wouldn't put this past Sony because of their, their stupid Vita SD cards that are proprietary and whatever. You can buy this Sony cartridge that you just plug in like a rumble pack and it gives you three terabytes of SSD storage. So everything's great. I, I'm excited by this, but I'm also worried about this because like, I think they have to go with one terabyte as a standard, especially if you're talking about physical media is going to be on hundred gig Blu-ray discs. Yeah. But I, I don't see how, and again, I'm not that techie, but I don't understand how a quote unquote cartridge can just like you, you, you open up a slot in the PS5 and you slide in this SSD you know what I mean? Like, uh, if anything, I uh, the only thing I'm hopeful about this, because I think it's more bad than good, but the one thing I'm hopeful about is that I hope that this is as modular a console as we hope it is. More the RAM, the processor, the SSD, the, like the hard drives, whatever, because you can delete games, do whatever. Who, who cares? It's more like if this is a real thing, then maybe they actually are going to have a moddable PS5 and an Xbox 2. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not too... I'm not really all that worried about just storage space. Like, especially with the whole thing about how I think it's... I don't know. Yeah, I think it's been confirmed. The whole thing where you can just install like portions of games and it's been more or less confirmed. Yeah. Unless all of a sudden gaming changes in a drastic way, I'm gonna guess no matter how good the PS5 is, it's not gonna be a lot of games coming out for it that I feel the need to keep and replay for over ever. and over yeah. and over again. Like I'll probably beat a game and remove it, and if I ever hit the urge to play it again i can reinstall and whatever i'm not too worried about that um i do think what you're saying makes sense i think it'd be stupid if they had this capability and they used it only for storage expansion like the whole thing should be expandable ram and everything so to me that i don't know that it makes more sense but that's certainly what i would like to see it be used for or at least be able to be used for Storage, I don't care. A terabyte, I think, would be plenty for me. And yeah. if I had to buy a 500 gigs, I could probably unless, find a way to do that, too. Unless somehow the OS takes up, like, well, 300 gigs or something. Uh, yeah, there's that, too. Uh, the Stadia launch lineup was revealed, Sean. Are you excited for this? Uh, let's hear it. But no, I'm not. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Destiny 2, G-Y-L-T. Please look up what the F that is. 
Just Dance 2020, Kine. Please also look up what the hell that is. Mortal Kombat 11, Red Dead Redemption 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Samurai Showdown, Shadow of the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition, Thumper, and Tomb Raider Definitive Edition. So like 30% of their games are Tomb Raider. (laughs) So I this thing is going to flop. I'm just going to say it. Like, this is your launch lineup. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a couple years old. Destiny 2, GYLT, I don't know what it is. Just Dance 2020, Guilt. F that game. Kine, I have no idea. Mortal Kombat 11, RDR 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Samurai Showdown, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition, Thumper, and Tomb Raider, Definitive Edition. So all three Tomb Raider games that are all years old at this point. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a year old. Mortal Kombat 11 is six months old. Just Dance 2020, you can play it on the Wii still. ACO, whatever. Destiny 2 is two years old. Like, this is what people are going to pay for. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I, I don't I don't see how anybody could really be that excited about any of this. It's going to fail and fail miserably, by the way. I would tend to agree with that. I tried to get a picture of Eliza giving Kiki a kiss. No. She kept kissing her, and she, I would click, and then she's like. <laughs> <laughs> but they're best friends. Uh, so, yeah, Stadia sucks. I'm not worried about it at all or excited for it. I'm not anything about it. And the last item here, the top PS4 October downloads were in order. Modern Warfare, Ghost Recon, Breakpoint, The Outer Worlds, FIFA 20, Minecraft for crying out loud. <clears throat> My butt's falling asleep. Never mind. <laughs> NBA 2K20, Madden 20, GTA 5, Blops 4, and Borderlands 3. Just for a reference point here, Concrete Genie and Medieval did not even place in the top 20 for downloads for the PSN for October. That's kind of shocking. That's on you, Sony. You didn't, like, you just, like, ignored these games. Ugh. I want to play Concrete Genie, but at this point, I'm like, it'll be 20 bucks in a month or two. Yeah, I can wait for that. Yeah. Now it's time for the wrap-up. Sean. Yes. Did you know that not only Wait, we're is... we're doing that? Huh? We're doing Did You Know? No. Did you know, though, that... Yeah, you can do that now. Not only is Death Stranding coming to PC, but guess what? Kojima wants to make movies! Again, maybe I'm just in the echo chamber of Kojima... In the echo Chima chamber. <laughs> Kojima. Echo Chima chamber. Echo Chima chamber. But, like... <laughs> He said when he formed this new Kojima Productions, he was going to want to make movies. So the fact that he's talking now that Death Stranding's out, he would like to make movies in the future, like whatever. But also, like, he's bas- like he's making... He, he has some movies. of the biggest names yeah. in the industry. Oh, there's all... Oh. There's some meta stuff with Norman when you take a shower. That's weird, but I'm going to leave it at that. Do not comment below. This was just announced today before we went on and recorded. Shovel Knight Showdown and King of Cards is out December 10th. Let's play City. Yes. At first when I read this, I was like, Shovel Knight Dig! And I was like, oh, nope, they didn't (laughs) say Dig. But I want to at least give King of Cards a try. Showdown will at least be fun for us to do a Let's Play on here. So it's out December 10th. That's sooner than I thought. I figured it'd be 2020. I figured it'd be like 2021 at this point. (laughs) They keep delaying it. Grand Theft Auto 5 has now passed 115 million units sold. 
They've sold 5 million just since May. Most games, if they could sell 5 million in their lifetime, would just do a deal with the devil. This game, estimates say Minecraft is at like 180. I've seen some people say Tetris is at 170, but also I've seen estimates say it's at 500 million. So I don't know, but it's never going to catch Minecraft, but it's amazing. Also, Red Dead Redemption 2 has now sold 26.5 million copies. PS Now in November is getting Persona 5 and Shadow of War. They're both available until February 4th, 2020, as well as Hollow Knight. IO talked about the, that the next Hitman is, quote, well underway. I don't know. After Hitman 2, I'm not too excited for it, which is sad for me, but whatever. And Xbox, uh, this was revealed on Reddit that they are working on a surprise me button for their next update. So basically, what, what people can do now if they're in the insider program. You're bored, you're looking at your PS4, and you're like, I don't know what to play. There's a surprise me button. And it goes, play Metal Gear Solid 4, 5, whatever. That's kind of cool, I guess. It is cool. Uh, it, it seems obvious, though. It's like, why the hell does everybody not do this? But whatever. And that's it. We've been going long enough. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. I knew this was going to be a great episode. So that's it. There's no did you know this week. But thank you all so much for being here. You can find us at nerd901.com. Go over there where they're connecting nerds around the Mid-South and the multiverse. Um, thank you guys again for Extra Life and everything that we accomplished there. Go check out Ernie the Blur Without Fear at YouTube.com slash Blur Without Fear. You can find us on Twitter. Oh, man. You can find us on Twitter, Matt Kevin White. He's at Real Sean White. Together we're at two-player underscore <laughs> co-op fake joke <laughs> you messed me up <laughs> you can support us at patreon.com slash two player co-op you can find us on twitch at twitch.tv slash two player underscore co-op of course go to youtube.com slash two player co-op like subscribe all that other stuff we got a few subs over the weekend from extra life thank you guys so much if you like audio and i know sean does i love audio you can find us on apple podcast soundcloud google spotify stitcher and other audio services around the multiverse even though it says globe Thank you guys so much for being here. I knew this was going to be a long episode. I'm shocked how much I like Death Stranding and how much I talked about it. But uh, I'll probably have a little bit more next week, but hopefully next week we'll both be able to talk about Jedi Fallen Order. It's going to be fun, I hope. God, I don't, I I hope don't see so. how. It, it can't be not. It, it can't be any less than like a, an eight. Eight. If yeah. it's an eight, then I'm like, okay. Yeah. So, But until that time, Sean, go ahead and take us out. Thank you for playing.